Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. She is Amber Wilson. I'm Myron Metcalf here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80, also on ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. You can tweet us at Amber W Sports and Metcalf by ESPN. Join the conversation on the CC line, on the CC call-in line, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. There are a lot of moving parts in the NBA as free agency kicks off as players make decisions and trades are happening. Woj bombs, Amber, all over the place. DeJounte Murray was a guy who everybody wanted. Young San Antonio Spurs star, average 21, I believe 9 and 8, career highs. And I think a lot of Knicks fans thought maybe they'd get him. There were certainly a lot of rumors. He ends up next to Trey Young. The Hawks send Danilo Gallinari and three first-round picks to the San Antonio Spurs. They have their backcourt of the future, Amber. DeJounte Murray is 25 years old. Trey Young is 23. Here's another weird fact. Both of their birthdays are September 29th. So there's just all kinds of things going on with the Atlanta Hawks. How good are the Atlanta Hawks now, Amber, after making this move for Murray? Uh, it's one of the best young backcourts in the league, right? And yeah. you mentioned their age. I mean, that can't be overlooked here at all. I think that not only are they young, exciting players, but of course now the Hawks have put themselves in a position to maybe keep building around these guys for the future. Now I'm not sure DeJounte Murray and Trey Young get you a championship but it certainly gets you a lot closer than before you got Murray, right? I mean, this was his first, this was really his breakout season. I mean, he was an all-star for the first time, but there's no reason to believe at 25 years old that production is going to fall off anytime soon. I'm nervous as a Heat fan. Like, I don't know if I want this in my conference, you know, but uh, I would imagine my brother, who's a big Atlanta Hawks fan, is feeling very good right now, Myron. So... I think that this, if you're a Hoops fan generally and you don't have a stake in the game, that this is probably a very exciting pairing. Also exciting for most of us that you get to rip the hearts out of the New York Knicks uh, because that just happened because they had that moment in time. They somehow thought that Murray was going to be with Jalen Brunson. Uh, That was a fleeting sensation. And what's funny about this deal is that apparently the Hawks and San Antonio had been engaged in trade talks back before the trade deadline this past season. So they had actually been trying to get this deal done for months and months and months on end, and they finally got it. And back then, even Gallinari was involved in the discussion. So I don't know what got them finally over the mark, but I think probably a very good move at the Hawks that that they ponied up whatever was the sticking point that they finally got this deal done for Murray. 
She's Amber Wilson. I'm Myron Metcalf. This is Canty and Carl on ESPN Radio. Amber, did they pay too much? Did they give up too much for them? Uh, so the, the three firsts is a is a, a lot. lot, that's, a lot. To, that's a lot to pay for future, a guy right? who's that's been to an all-star game. I mean, that is your future. But that's the thing is the Hawks are in the unique position where, like, they feel like their future are these guys, right? I mean, yeah. you're not giving up three firsts for a 35-year-old. You're giving it up for a 25-year-old to pair him with the 23-year-old. So I guess they feel like they're just fine in terms of the future, that they're not going to have to continue to build after this. Uh, it's a lot to give up, Myron. I mean, that's obviously that was part of the sticking point. Obviously, the Spurs knew that. Uh, yeah. Also, if you're a Spurs fan, I would imagine that you're you're further disheartened by this move, right? Another yeah, big name crying. leaving your franchise. But I think that you do it. I think I would do it if I was the Hawks. I think I would do it. You got to capitalize on Trey Young. Well, there are so many people, Amber, where these executives go. We're planning for five years from now. So many executives who had that mindset got fired a year later. In this NBA, you have to go for it. Because at the end of the day, you better make sure that Trey Young is happy because superstars in this league just have Mm -hmm. to raise their hands and say, I'm not happy, trade me. You have no leverage in that situation. Do they become a top four team in the East now? With DeJounte Murray. See, I'm not there yet, Amber. That that to me is I, I, Yeah, I that that's a hard conversation. Because I'm not right? I'm not gonna put them above the Celtics. I'm not gonna put nope. them above the Bucks. I'm not gonna put them above the Sixers. I'm not willing to put them above the Heat. So then no. The answer to top four is an emphatic no. I wouldn't put them above the Nets, probably either, if it's gonna be Kyrie and KD and even Ben Simmons. I mean, maybe we can entertain the conversation just outside of the top five at six. It's not cut and dry. Yeah. Obviously, there's other young teams too that might take leaps in the East, like, you know, the Cavs or the Bulls, depending what happens there with Levine. But I think that they're certainly the Hawks now have put themselves in a position where maybe they'll look more like that team that was at, that was competing in the East a season before because yeah. this past postseason, they were wildly disappointed, although losing to, a, a, of course, a good Miami Heat team, but disappointing this past postseason. It gets them closer. It definitely gets Trey Young some more of the help that he needed. Very intriguing move, very intriguing young teams in the East. Uh, you got the, the Cavs started strong, kind of finished on, on a low, but – Uh, The East, to me, becomes more competitive when you add DeJounte Murray and Trey Young. It's going to be fun to watch. Over in the Western Conference, there are reports, Amber, that Dame Lillard, who a year ago, remember, he's getting traded. That was the rumor, that he had wanted to be traded. We thought he'd end up with the Knicks. Seems like the Knicks. Every, everybody's gonna, gonna end up with the Knicks. Everybody, maybe that's the that? Knicks putting that out there. That? Like, We're never stopping that, are we? Everyone's <laughs> going to assume the Knicks. they're gonna get everybody, no, they're not. right? Only Jalen Brunson. That is the only that's guy that's actually going. <laughs> they were gonna have Kyrie, KD, and Dame Lillard by now. They got Jalen Brunson. So yep. you know, however you want to look at that. Dame Lillard, though, <laughs> so was a guy where you almost Poor feel Jaylen Amber like he deserves. I don't want to say better because that makes it seem like I'm knocking. Portland, but you kind of view him that way. And there's a report out now, according to Bleacher Report, that the team is expected to sign him to a two-year, $100 million extension. More power to you, Dame. Get your money. You know what? That's a good guy who really loves that city, apparently. But is it wrong that a part of me, Amber, wants him to kind of feel like he's done all he can do in Portland and it's time to move on? 
That man loves himself some Portland, right? Like <laughs> I've never been to Portland. Oregon's Portland one of the prettiest. Yeah, I mean, I've been. To, I mean, that state's one of the prettiest states I've ever been Beautiful to. I've state. never actually been to Portland. Uh, it must be a heck of a place. I, I I don't know what this really comes down to with Dame. I mean, he's been there for ten years at this point. I think it probably comes down to more than just loyalty. And and sometimes we underestimate maybe Myron with these guys that like maybe he just really loves. I mean, we're joking about it, but. Maybe he just really loves living in Portland. You know, like maybe his kids really like, I mean, he's got like four kids. I think maybe they really like where they're in school or whatever. You know, he just really likes his life there. And maybe there's something to be said. He's a West Coast guy from Oakland. Maybe he just doesn't feel like he needs to go somewhere else and chase the rings. And also, we all know how great Damian Lillard is. I mean, in fairness to him, right? Like, we all know about Dame time, even if he's not out there doing it in the NBA Finals. So I guess if you really enjoy your life, you're going for the most money. You're getting paid by the organization. Why not? Maybe not everybody cares so much about the rings if they're proving themselves in the league anyways. As a Hoops fan, I would love to see Dame time in a different uniform, frankly, where yes. it actually gets an opportunity to be truly, truly competitive. And I think that's the thing. She's Amber Wilson. I'm Myron Metcalf here on Candy and Carlin. You just want to know what it would look like if he played for a contender. Now, my theory is, Amber, loyalty is fake. Like, it's not a real thing in sports. Like, I know we talk about it, but – it, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, we respect athletes who are loyal and they win. Dame's in a situation where you go, all right, man, you guys are kind of stuck competing to get into the playoffs in the Western Conference. Well, Trailblazers fans should love this loyalty. They should. Oh, they love it. They love it. They but, got. I mean, my theory is go try and win championships. That's what your legacy is often uh, viewed. That's how it's viewed. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Coming up, is there a such thing as loyalty in professional sports? Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, also ESPN Plus. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. She's Amber Wilson. I'm Myron Metcalf. Uh, we're filling in for Canty and Carlin. We were all set, Amber, to talk about loyalty in sports with Dame Lillard expected to sign potentially a $100 million two-year extension to stay in Portland we were going to talk about Bradley Bill, who most likely will sign a five-year, $248 million deal after not opting in to his, after opting out of his former deal with Washington. Can't get more than, I believe, $186 million in four years from another team. He's not going to leave that money on the table. And we thought, like, those were probably the moves. Jalen Brunson's going to New York. And then we find out that maybe Jalen Brunson is – considering his options. Uh, according to Chris Haynes, free agent guard Jalen Brunson is granting meetings to the Dallas Mavericks. Not a surprise. That's the team he's on now, right? Giving them that courtesy. The New York Knicks, his father is now an assistant coach with the New York Knicks. A lot of people assume that's tied to Jalen Brunson's expected arrival. 
And then the dark horse, Amber, which I believe you might have an investment in this particular option, the Miami Heat. What? What is Pat Riley doing down there? You got to explain this one to me. And if you're Kyle Lowry, what are you thinking right now? I Well, exactly. Like, what is happening? I, <laughs> I don't know how to unpack this one. I mean, Riles is ruthless. He is so angry. Uh, Kyle Lowry for being out of shape last season. And we know, Myron, that don't fly in Miami, right? Like that is the ultimate sin. If you are a player for the Miami Heat, he's so upset, apparently, with Kyle Lowry being out of shape that he is going to fly to New York, by the way, because these meetings are happening in New York. He is going to fly to New York to meet with Jalen Brunson. What is happening? I don't don't know what to make of this because the Miami Heat were in no way part of this conversation i hadn't even heard this rumor until this moment until we when we were on commercial break headed into this and i've heard all sorts of crazy rumors for years from heat twitter and it seemed like they were none the wiser on this one brunson's only 25 years old brunson's a good player he's a good point guard i'm not saying i hate it i just don't know where it's coming from i know the knicks it appears we're going to offer him a hundred million dollars I don't know where the Heat are coming up with that. I don't want the Heat to necessarily come up with that. So I don't know what we're doing there. But does Riles like hate the Knicks so much that he's just trying to go to the New York <laughs> Knicks one? All right. Let's get in there and just rip their hearts out again. Because this would hurt. I mean, DeJounte Murray probably hurts Knicks fans. If he gets Jalen Brunson, that, that would hurt. Like, you know, Pat Riley is not only in New York. When his plane lands to meet with Jalen Brunson, he's definitely texting James Dolan and letting him know that, hey, I'm in town to talk to Jalen. I mean, it makes sense as an upgrade to Kyle Lowry. I mean, this isn't the same Kyle Lowry. I mean, Jalen Brunson would be perfect with a team like Miami. I mean, I think that's the kind of place where he would really thrive. I don't know how the finances work. I don't know how things would work contractually, but maybe Jalen Brunson, a guy who played at a place like Villanova, didn't go to Duke or Kentucky. Maybe this guy wants to win so badly that he goes, all right, $100 million is a lot of money, but maybe I'm willing to adjust if it means I can play with the Miami Heat team that we forget was the top seed in the Eastern oh, Conference despite Jimmy Butler and Bam, Bam Adebayo missing a bunch of games. Maybe that's how he's thinking. on my but... arm. I don't forget, Myron. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, well, listen, if he wants to be on a contender, then certainly the Heat are a viable option. But isn't playing with Luka kind of also a viable option then if you want to – be on a contender i mean i get that dallas doesn't currently have enough but you know maybe you would sign up you're young maybe you would sign up for what you believe that mark cuban could continue to build there i am just shocked because the heat couldn't do this without a sign and trade also i mean that's the only way so in order for them to acquire Brunson, then the Mavs would have to be willing to play ball. Uh, That's not those two organizations don't have the best history with one another. But at the same time, if you're Dallas, you're looking at this like, hey, let's get something maybe uh, in return for Brunson. I don't know. The Knicks, Myron, reportedly were willing to offer him 110 years. I mean, 110, 110 years would be insane. I'm hurting, guys. I'm hurting right now. Oh, 110 man. million. I'm hurt. In the, in the words of Ed Reed's famous speech in 2001, I'm hurt, dog. Don't ask me if I'm all right. Of course, resident Knicks. I'm not all right. Shannon Penn. Or Shannon Archibald Penn. Sneakers today. 
You're you supposed to be, be the start of was, something special. Is this it was just all locked the up. heat? This might be just the heat running up the price tag Maybe. on the Knicks even more. Like we'll do. Like we're, so let me ask you this, Amber. She's Amber Wilson. I'm Myron Metcalf. <laughs> She's Amber Wilson. I'm Myron Metcalf. This is Canty and Carla. Let's say it's real. Let's say Jalen Brunson is actually entertaining this possibility. And you're right. Because of the cap situation, this would have to be a sign and trade situation. Who wouldn't you trade for Miami Heat? Like, who's off the table in the conversation for a potential deal with the Dallas Mavericks? Well, you, I guess, get rid of Lowry right quick. <laughs> right. But I mean, who I mean, aren't you trading? Who wouldn't like, who you trade? I mean, the thing is, like, I mean, Jalen Brunson's not like Kevin Durant. Like, we, we actually did a I segment, did you and I, yesterday on who would you not trade for Kevin Durant. And the answer on the Miami Heat is like quite literally nobody. As much as I love Jimmy Butler, like you would essentially trade. Now, given like we were just doing straight up for straight up, we weren't talking about roster construction because obviously if you decimate your team, even with KD, you're not winning a championship. But Myron and I were just talking straight up for straight up. Jalen Brunson ain't that. Like he's not KD. I mean, who wouldn't I? Yeah, I would not trade away Jimmy Butler. I would not trade Bam for Jalen Brunson or Tyler Hero for Drayden for Jalen Brunson. Those would be the three. My guess is you would want Tyler. Like if you're Dallas and it were going to work, you would say, give me Tyler Hero. Yeah, well, that ain't happening. You know, and and again, so who knows what this is? Like maybe this is Jalen Brunson driving up the price. Maybe this is Jalen Brunson giving the Knicks something to think about. There are also these situations too, Amber, where we assume that an athlete wants to leave. And sometimes really all they want is more money and years from the team they're on. Maybe he wants to remain in Dallas. I know his dad is coaching right now in New York, but maybe this is a guy who says to himself, you know what, playing next to Luka and a team that just added Christian Wood, we can be a really good team here in the years ahead. We're going to find out. And maybe he's figuring, I mean, because Dallas is only willing to offer so much. And I think it's something they only can't can't offer too much. They can't offer a hundred million. Right. And then there's a, there's also a walkaway number apparently for Dallas from everything I'm hearing being reported. So, you know, is he trying to put more pressure on Dallas? Like, Hey, it's not just the Knicks. It's not just playing with my dad. Like, look at this market for me. I don't know. Uh, this, this is just wild that the Miami Heat are, you know, are in the mix. But to be honest, the Miami Heat have been in the room with many, many players in the past. And it has not always made sense. But they are one of those organizations that gets a lot of respect around the league from players. Even in a sign and trade, Jalen Brunson probably isn't going to command $110 million. I think that says a lot about the respect players around the league, to your point, have for the Miami Heat organization. She's Amber Wilson. I'm Myron Metcalf. This is Canty and Carl. I wouldn't trade away UD either. I should have mentioned Udonis. I wouldn't trade Yeah, you can't trade him. He's forever. He's going to be there until he's 58 years old. (laughs) Coming up, after losing Devontae Adams this offseason, do the Green Bay Packers have a top five roster in the NFL? Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This is Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. 
She's Amber Wilson. I'm Myron Metcalf. I can't get this Jalen Brunson thing off my mind, Myron. <laughs> you, and you, I know that's not what we're about can. to talk about here, but I know we're I'm supposed to talk NFL. Well, Jalen yeah, Brunson, just... if you haven't heard, uh, as we've seen many times in the last couple of years, Amber, the Knicks are expected to get everybody. I mean, they're rumored to get Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, Dame Lillard, uh, and they were at least going to end up with Jalen Brunson. That felt like locked in. And then Chris Haynes, according to a Chris Haynes report, uh, Jalen Brunson whose father's now an assistant coach, might stay in Dallas. He's going to meet with them, going to meet with the New York Knicks, who apparently have offered $100-plus million. And then somewhere at the end of the bar, Pat Riley's sitting there, just not talking to anybody, and he walks over, Amber, and says, hey, Jalen, drops Pat his rings Riley. on the table. <laughs> right? Maybe you and I should have a conversation. And now the Miami Heat apparently are also going to meet with your favorite team, the Miami Heat. Hold on. You have Myron Metcalf has Pat Riley walking up and saying, hey, I'm Pat Riley. Because I feel yeah. like Pat Riley walks up, no introduction needed, just drops that's his rings right, on the true. table like he that's did true. in front of LeBron all those years ago. And then that's it. If Jalen Brunson that's doesn't true. know who Pat Riley is. Now, I understand Pat Riley is, is his elder by many, many decades. But if Jalen Brunson yes. doesn't know who Pat Riley is, Jalen Brunson's got no business right now playing in the NBA. No, I'm just as a Miami Heat fan. Like I, We're about to talk about NFL rosters or constructions, but I just yeah. keep thinking about it. I'm like, man, Jalen Brunson, you know, 25 years old. We could keep Tyler Hero. Yeah. He could be coming off the bench still then, 22. Two years old. I mean, let's because you don't want Kyle Lowry anymore, right? You don't want Kyle Lowry anymore. I, I mean, I it, I don't know. I, Kyle Lowry needs to get in much better shape. I, I don't. I, I you know. I listen. If my options are Kyle Lowry or bust, I'll go with Kyle Lowry. My options: Kyle Lowry or Jalen Brunson. I mean, day, Kyle Lowry right? didn't look like the same player last season. Jalen Brunson <laughs> makes the Heat better in that scenario. But let's Miami talk NFL Heat. rosters, Myron. We will. We're going to talk NFL rosters, but this Jalen Brunson news is a curveball we did not anticipate. Also, today, uh, Pro Football Focus ranked the tw- the rosters in the NFL, all 32, uh, the top five, Amber, Buffalo Bills, number one, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, number two, Los Angeles Chargers, number three, with all the moves they made in the offseason, with Khalil Mack now joining that roster, Los Angeles Rams, the Super Bowl champs are number four. Number five, to me, this was surprising, the Green Bay Packers. Now, the Green Bay Packers, defensively, to me, are going to be one of the better teams in the league. I mean, that defense is stacked. My concern about them being number five, however, Amber, in a world where the Kansas City Chiefs are ninth, is I don't know who Aaron Rodgers is throwing to. You lose Devontae Adams, and now you're left with a roster where the most experienced receivers are Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, and Sammy Watkins. You're hoping Christian Watson, who was a draft pick from North Dakota State, can play at this level, but you just don't know, especially a guy who didn't play Power 5 football. Amber, is that too high? Five for a Green Bay Packers team that doesn't have its wide receiving core figured out yet? It's way too high to me. I mean, I was shocked, frankly, that the Packers were in the top five because – 
like you mentioned. I mean, he lost his number one and his number two. And so who yeah. is he throwing to? You mentioned the names he's throwing to. And by the way, those three given established receivers on the roster, none of them were among the 63 wide receivers who averaged more than one and a half receiving yards per route in 2021. We are not talking Devontae Adams when we're talking about the Randall Cobbs and Sammy Watkins of the world. So now does it look it, it it's Aaron Rodgers throwing you the football. So yeah. does it look like they didn't miss a beat, even if the names aren't quite as flashy? I guess it's entirely possible. But when we're just talking roster construction, that's what's remarkable to me is being able to lose those big names. I was also surprised, frankly, that the Bucks were number two on this list because also of all the names they lost. Now, we talked to Chris yeah. Canty earlier in the show. If you missed any of that, you can check out the podcast, Canty and Carlin, on the ESPN app. And he did a pretty good job defending the Bucks in terms of the moves that they were able to make to shore up some of those holes, but losing, you know, JPP and, and Sue and Gronk and Howard. And like they have lost significant pieces. So, in Initially, when I saw this list and I saw the Bucks at two, I was also, frankly, surprised that they were there. And then for me, the most surprising one uh, at the top of this list is just out of the top five at sixth with the Cleveland Browns. I know you were shocked by that one, too. Yeah, because the list, she's Amber Wilson, I'm Myron Metcalf here on Canty and Carlin. It appears like quarterback strength means a lot on this list. The, the Green Bay Packers are five because of Aaron Rodgers. Tampa Bay is number two because of what we know Tom Brady can do. Six for the Cleveland Browns, like I'm not sure if that suggests that they think Deshaun Watson is going to be the quarterback, Baker Mayfield, Jacoby Brissett, because those three options are three completely different outcomes to me for the Cleveland Browns. With Deshaun Watson, if he's available, which seems unlikely, if he's a top five quarterback still, that's a Cleveland Browns team that can make a run through the playoffs. Like, Deshaun Watson didn't have a ton in Houston. It was still an elite quarterback. But he's got other things going on that could keep him sidelined for the whole season. Baker Mayfield has taken his team to the playoffs. We know he has a ceiling. At the same time, I think he can get this team into the playoffs. Jacoby Brissett, I don't see a world where they're better than a five- or six-win team potentially because the quarterback's going to be the difference maker, and he's not a difference maker. So six for me, Amber feels like way too high with the uncertainty that they have at the most important position on the field. And then it's interesting because their X factor, and again, we're talking about an article you can check out right now on the .com NFL roster rankings for all 32 for 2022, the Cleveland Browns being sixth on this list in their X factor because they list an X factor for every team as we head into this 2022-23 season is the receivers. Amari Cooper, David yeah. Bell being the new faces, but Donovan Peoples-Jones seeing how he continues to develop. They don't mention the X factor, you know, the whole quarterback position, Myron. <laughs> I mean, they kind of, they don't even mention Deshaun Watson or Jacoby Brissett. I don't know how you evaluate this roster without knowing who's under center because it's a drastically different ranking to me, whether it's Deshaun Watson or whether it's Jacoby Brissett running that offense. Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City at nine. I mean, th that to Tyree me, Kill I know you lose Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Again, it, if quarterback play matters that much, then to me, I would have them over the Green Bay Packers, uh, and I would have them over Cleveland too because of the uncertainty there. But I think it says a lot. It feels to me, Amber, like as good as Patrick Mahomes is, there are a lot of people maybe who are buying into this idea that, you know what, Tyreek Hill – 
played a really big role in what they did offensively and was the best playmaker on the team, losing him changes perhaps what Patrick's, Patrick Mahomes is able to do this season. Well, I guess they're not putting much stock uh, in Valdez Scantling, right? Like they're putting a lot in Tyreek Hill. Uh, But the fact that the Packers also lose Valdez Scantling uh, doesn't take them out of the top five on this list. Also doesn't, I I guess, shoring that up with Juju as well. Like it doesn't move the uh, Chiefs up to where maybe you would expect them to be with Patrick Mahomes. Because like you mentioned, the top of this list is definitely quarterback driven. I mean, you've got Josh Allen at the top of this list. You've got Aaron Rodgers. You've got Justin Herbert. You've got Tom Brady. I mean, it does feel like this list is largely dependent on the quarterback. And then you got Patrick Mahomes sitting at the bottom of the top 10. At 10, though, you have where Tyreek Hill went. And you can't say that's probably you can't say that Miami Dolphins are on this list uh, because of their quarterback probably we're talking top 10 at this point the Dolphins are on this list so this list puts a lot on Tyreek Hill's importance and it puts a lot of pressure she's Amber Wilson and Myron Metcalf on Tua like there will be no excuses for Tua this year which feels like almost an audition for the Miami Dolphins can you be the quarterback of the future some other notable spots for teams on this list Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens Clock in at number 12. The Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson are 14th. The Colts, 15th. We'll see if that was too low. The Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott, I'm sure Keyshawn Johnson is reading this list right now. They are at 16. Uh, and then it gets interesting from there. I mean, we're going to find out who lives up to the hype. Coming up, Dodgers' Freddie Freeman fires his agents who led his offseason contract talks. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is Canty and Carlin. She's Amber Wilson. I am Myron Metcalf here. We're filling in Freddie Freeman, who had a close relationship with the Atlanta Braves. Amber has reportedly decided to fire the agency that represented him in offseason negotiations. Excel Sports Management Uh, in a statement to MLB.com. Freeman acknowledged his status with his agent as, quote, fluid. Uh, He's coming off of a weekend going back to Atlanta a very emotional trip for him. And there are reports that uh, his agents may not have disclosed sort of the final offer from the Atlanta Braves who are obviously in that world. Who knows exactly what happened, but what do you make of Freddie Freeman making this decision right now? I mean, it seems like, Clearly, something went down between him and Excel Sports Management, and it was obvious that he seemed unhappy with them. And like you described, uh, a fluid situation was, I believe, the direct quote um, from Freeman. He hadn't addressed that he did fire them, but then he did actually fire them. And then there's the reports from Doug Gottlieb that, hey, now Freeman says that he didn't even get the final offer from Atlanta. That's pretty inconceivable Uh, If you're an agent, then, of course, you'd have a fiduciary duty to your client to present all offers given. And so I don't know what could have happened here, Myron, but like if that's legitimate and 
there really was an offer that wasn't presented to Freddie Freeman, I would imagine that's the sort of thing that like we're talking lawsuits, we're talking, you know, losing your certification as an agent, maybe. I mean, there's obviously ramifications, of course, no idea the validity of this or or this or the real situation. I guess what this comes down to is, man, Freddie Freeman really wanted to stay in Atlanta. And you would think like if you really wanted to stay in Atlanta this bad, even if your agent wasn't fully telling you like the entire picture or whatever wouldn't you be doing everything you could to push your agent and to kind of foster those talks like hey I want to be here or I'll take less to be here because really this is where I want to be and I think that's the conversation Amber like we're hearing one side of it and, and if it's real to your point I mean that is a major major mistake and error you also wonder if a guy who just returned to Atlanta at a sentimental sort of components of that if he's starting to feel some regret. And I think that might be a factor in all this. We'll find out the details. But coming up, we're going to play a game that we like to call three and out here on Canty and Carlin, where we'll discuss maybe what's coming up with the SPs and some other things around the NBA and the NFL. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Amber Wilson and Myron Metcalf going down the stretch here on Canty and Garland on ESPN Radio. You can follow both of us on Twitter at Amber W Sports at Metcalf by ESPN. Canty and Garland is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. Proud to serve members of the Armed Forces, DOD, veterans, and their families. Our members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.com. So we have covered a whole lot on today's show. Everything NFL, NBA, far outside of just the Kyrie Irving situation. Myron, I'm very proud of us. We got a lot of woge bombs that we got to unpack on today's show as well. If you missed any of that, you can check out the Canty and Carlin podcast on the ESPN app or available wherever podcasts are available to you. We had a lot of help on today's show. Big shout out to Jake Fisher from the Bleacher Report for stopping by. Kimberly A. Martin also joined the show, ESPN's NFL reporter, of course, also host of First Take, Her Take podcast. Chris Canty, host of this show. He gave us some of his time. He's busy hosting Greeny this week, but he stopped by as well to perpetuate his beef with Keyshawn Johnson. And Andre Snellings, he stopped by in studio live in Bristol, Connecticut with us. ESPN's senior writer who's always excellent at all things NBA. And now, Myron, it is time for us to go three and out. Sometimes it's the worst. Sometimes it's the best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. So we spent a lot of time yesterday and even today talking about how Serena Williams, uh, she got ousted in the first round of Wimbledon. Not something that we're used to seeing for the seven-time Wimbledon champ, but she was gone from tennis for a year after tearing her hamstring. She made her comeback. It wasn't enough to take on the 24-year-old Harmony Tan, who got the best of the goat in Serena. Now, apparently, though... 
after beating Serena, Harmony Tan very much upset her doubles partner. Tamara Korpstach uh, was a reportedly very angry Myron because I guess Harmony like is too good for doubles now because she beat Serena in singles. What do you make of this story? You know what? I mean, Harmony Tan leveled up. I mean, she talked about how scared she was when she saw Serena's name. Then Amber, she goes out there and she beats Serena, who I assume is her idol. And and all of a sudden the game changes, right? You didn't expect this to happen, but yeah, your life legitimately changes overnight when you do something like that. Now, I mean, it sounds like her doubles partner was saying she wanted more notice, you know, than maybe an hour, but who knows what's going on with Harmony Tan. I also think when you beat Serena in the first round, all of a sudden you go from 24-year-old unknown Harmony Tan to maybe someone who thinks she has a chance to win this thing. So I think there's probably a lot of things happening but Harmony Tan, you know what? She's not the same Harmony Tan she was 24 hours ago, and <laughs> people are going to have not. to deal with that, Amber. <laughs> I mean, she did beat Serena Williams. Now, again, albeit Serena Williams at 40 years old, you know, a year off from tennis, Still? coming back from injury after tearing a hamstring, Serena. But you did oust Serena Williams in the first round of Wimbledon. This is your moment, Harmony Tan. However, her partner feels very, very differently. So this is what Corpatch, Corpatch, Tamara Corp. I'm probably butchering that yeah. name. I apologize. But un- that she, about she right. had put out there. Unfortunately, my partner, H. Tan, retired, retired from our doubles today. She just texted me this morning. Let me wait here one hour before the match started. I'm very sad, disappointed, and very angry that I can't play my first doubles grand slam. It's really not fair to me. I didn't deserve that. If you're broken after a three-hour match the day before you can't play professionally that's my opinion that is now that's scathing that's deep that's beef that, that's definitely that is beef. beef that is now beef uh there is now beef uh but i'm guessing harmony tan feels like she's gonna be just fine after uh getting the better of her uh momentary beef with serena williams in the first round of wimbledon steph curry He's out here just winning more championships and also apparently hosting the ESPYs. We have learned that Steph Curry is going to host the 2022 ESPYs. Myron, how do you feel about Steph Curry's as an ESPYs host? I just hope he's funny. You know, I mean, sometimes people that we don't see as sort of funny or having a great sense of humor, they can surprise us in moments like this. As long as he has good writers and his delivery is good, it, it could be good. But I also think there's a opportunity for him maybe not to be that funny. So I don't know. I'm, anx- I'm anxious to see it. Well, that's, that is the thing about this, right? It's, it's how funny are his writers going to be? And are yes. they going to be able to yes. write things and jokes that he can deliver? I think we always like expect a little too much from these. So, I mean, Steph Curry is not that's a fair. comedian. Well, quick He's question not- for the two of you. Have either of you either uh, uh, hosted or would you ever host an award ceremony? Not saying of the ESPYs caliber, but would either of you host an award <laughs> ceremony? I'm glad you walked uh, back I, the I ESPYs know. caliber thing. Yeah, I don't know. I would. I would. I wouldn't mind trying it. Hey, if know. the SB, if ESPN wants to give me a shot, the ESPYs it. wants to call yeah. me up, let's go. I'd probably in. come in far cheaper than whatever you're paying Steph Curry. <laughs> yeah. I'm just guessing. I don't know how that works. Uh, Steph Curry said that he's had the pleasure of attending the ESPYs. He never dreamed that he'd have the privilege of hosting such an event. So we will see if Steph Curry can win uh, championships off the court as well as the host of the best. I think, doesn't he have like a game show, Myron, or something? Yeah, I feel like he's been doing stuff. 
I don't want him to be that funny though. You can't be that good at one thing and then also be funny. Like that's not fair. You can't be a top ten player all the time and then you have great delivery. So like, I hope that's he has too much a good talent. show, but not a flawless show, right? Like, like so you're 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 rooting for Steph Curry to not be great because to be great, you're tired but not of like, him being too great on the court. Well, not like we're all looking at him going like, wow, this could be a second career. Like that's not fair to be good at two things like that to that level. <laughs> That's the problem with Baker Mayfield. He's too good at that stuff, right? Uh, So there's only so good he could ever be at the quarterback position. (laughs) Coming up next, multi-talented Spain and Fit solo with Sarah Spain. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. <laughs> 